2: And we're back. Mornings with Sharp and Handy. Here's Gary, Nick,
3: and Jimmy on 1620 The Zone. Hey, found out something about Stephen Ashworth last night. His uh, first job uh, was selling salsa door-to-door. Whoa. That's a new one. Yeah. There is uh some good salsa. Old man Doug, who was the oldest person to uh store on the floor last <laughs> night and came away. The, the hip held up. Yeah, that that was my biggest concern
2: right uh, there. Was good morning,
1: hip? Doug. Yeah. Yeah, I had some people sitting around me that were concerned about that, but I wasn't. I'm ninety seven percent. Ninety seven. Uh, okay. All nice. right. You're
3: a ninety seven percenter.
1: Yeah, I uh I resent you my email from yesterday. That was kinda interesting. I've haven't been that right that often. <laughs> Gary, I can see your expression on. It. <laughs> no, hey, hey.
3: You,
2: I'm
1: watching you, you guys. You
3: you made you made, you made some uh, good points uh, yesterday and uh, 97% of them held true. Yeah.
1: I do want to clarify, Tim Krueger and I are good friends. I just he just is, Hey,
3: that's he not wants what he that's not that's, not, Homer, that's and, not what he said last. But Anyway,
1: <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> Last night's game had nothing to do with our our debate, um, but I'll tell you, Ashworth. Um, and I'm not going to say that at the start of the season I said to myself, you know, he's going to make us forget all about Nemhard. But I will tell you, he. Um, I don't think we trade. I don't think we trade him now. I think he's gotten better, and his defense is so underrated. And it when is. he's Jason. And when I said frustrate if you look at a box score, Caravan and Spencer, mm-hmm. seven points and six points for those two. I mean, yeah. they had those guys so well scouted and, and frust, they kind of quit. And, and the thing that I noticed in warmups was UConn was really cocky. I mean, really cocky. And they were like, we're the number one team. We're going to show up and we're going to win. And they're still a, Awfully good team. I mean, I mean, right now they're still. They got. Creighton got them last night and shot really well, but I mean, I wouldn't bet against them too many times on a neutral court. Um, and and I didn't really expect Creighton to win. and when they got down early, I said, "Oh God, here we go. They're just gonna rub our face in it." But
3: yeah, you know um, what? Early, early on, I immediately had flashbacks to that game last month, just the way it started. Offensive rebounds, uh, live ball turnovers, yeah. um, just it, it, it felt like, uh-oh, they are too hyped for this game, and UConn is going to ruin everybody's dream. But you know what? They, they made it through that flurry, and they went to that first media timeout, and they weren't down double figures.
1: Yeah, the, the uh, and everybody stood pretty much the whole game in my section, and I, I've had some issues with some people about four or five rows back before this goes back to the first year that we were in the Quest Center about sitting down, and uh they're they're older people and and not you know vertically challenged um and I, of course, I couldn't hear anything <laughs> it was it was too loud, but it was a great win. My favorite prop though was that frowny face of uh Hurley in the student section that they pieced together the big um you know how they have pictures of Mac? Yeah, the fat head. mm. What do they call those? You yeah, had, yeah, they had, and it was they somehow they made a copy of it. You could tell they taped several eight and a half by eleven sheets of paper together, and uh, so that that was uh, that was pretty creative. The student showed up. Um, note to self: I should have. I just got out of lot B, by the way. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That cop on 12th and Capitol needs to get traffic lessons or something. I mean, to tell you, because it's unbelievable. I mean, literally, I spent a half an hour in the parking lot, and still half the crowd was still in the in the, uh, in the the arena. But I should have just gone across to uh, Let It Fly or DJs mm-hmm. or the Hilton or something. And, I mean, it just let stuff clear out. But uh, my, my son who lives in Lincoln was in a hurry to get, home because he was working today, but anyway, yeah. it's this cup of coffee is tasting really good this yeah. morning.
2: Tastes like victory. And
1: I, beat, and I beat Andrew to the punch this morning, so take that, Andrew. I'm sure you're on hold. Yeah. Yes. Go, <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Doug. Hey, wow. Flexing uh, on Andrew, uh, too? He's, he's, he's trying to, 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 stack to, his just his try to
2: dunk over Andrew there. Andrew, what do you have on that?
3: Andrew? Oh,
2: He's stuck. Oh. Andrew? He's...
3: Call back, Andrew.
2: He's stuck in the, in the phone stratosphere. That There we are know. people
3: Colin would like to know what Andrew thinks about court storming because uh, yeah. Andrew called in right after Nebraska stormed the court against uh, Purdue. Andrew, call
0: back. Here is uh, Nate. Good morning, Nate. Hey, uh, yeah. You know, I'm a Huster fan, but, you know, that Creighton game last night was great. You know, first, what, that's their first time beating a uh, number one team. You know, I love it, especially for the state of Nebraska, you know. It shows that, you know, with Nebraska, and hopefully they can win on the road today, you know, cross my fingers. Uh, but it shows that, you know, like, Creighton and Nebraska, you know, they're Nebraska not being the dominant team, but Creighton always making a strong push for the tournament. This is some oh. program needed to really... Elevate themselves as a program and show, you know that. Hey, you know, Coach McDermott is one of those coaches that has solidified himself and looks great on paper. For him, it it, it was just a great win, and they battled the entire time. And as a Husker fan watching that game, it was awesome seeing them storm the court. You know, you know, as the Iowa coach. Would say it goes against the Big Ten protocol, but I don't know if it goes against, you know, the bid, the Big East protocol. So I don't know what what their protocol is. But
3: Uh, uh, hey, Nate, you, you you're gonna have to prepare yourself because we might be doing this in another month where Nebraska and Creighton are both playing with high stakes. All right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be great if if they are. I would love to see Creighton and Nebraska be playing at home, and I think. Back here at home in Omaha, it would be awesome to see both of those teams mm. in the tournament. Even if Omaha makes the tournament too, they're balling out. Um, it would be great. Okay. I also think yeah. this uh this win is gonna help McDermott
3: with the Ohio State job. I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, I, have, uh, a, yeah. have a good morning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you're a
3: Nebraska fan and you're Just and you're praising
2: Doug there. or Doug, jeez, why did I do that on this day of all days, you're praising Greg McDermott. On he that
3: win. Now, Nate said something about solidify. The man just won his 600th game yes, last night. Yes, exactly. I think, I think he just didn't show up. Um, I saw that uh, our good friend uh, Caleb Henry down at uh, KLIN got into it last night on social media with a Creighton fan. Oh no! Comparing uh, wins. Oh boy! Don't ever disappoint us. Yes. This is we we again. We needed a month both of these teams playing. Now, a uh, little clarification on Nate. Omaha or Creighton cannot play at home, so they yes. will go on the road. Nebraska could play here. Yes. So could uh, Omaha. It's all uh, still as this morning. Shelby Mass has uh, Nebraska. I got in you on to Shelby Mass tonight. You did because like it. it's every you, day now. Yeah, you It's every day. Are, well, and, and today. You weren't uh, a bracket guy. Now all of a sudden you're a bracket guy. I like it. We're getting into Nick that. The Canley term, man. zone
2: bracketologist. I, I, as, 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 aren't you trying to get away from that every day, too? No, I,
3: didn't even, I didn't even look because yeah. you know what? Here. I gotta go on a little rant here before the end of this hour. <laughs> okay, you guys ready? I'm ready. We have a problem in college basketball because this is th- this is the the discussion that you'll just walk yourself into a circle about Nebraska. And God dang it, the the computers have have really really impacted us on how we watch basketball. I'm trying to have a conversation about actual. Are they a good team? Are they good basketball? And all I get is these numbers thrown at yeah. me. Okay, well it's has... funny, ask Gary. Let me throw right. you the resume. It it has so it ha... the discourse about basketball has been reduced to numbers instead of okay, what are we actually watching? Yeah, we we're, we're basing this is. I'm not saying to everybody, but this is what I'm this is what I'm getting. Is we've been reduced to talking about basketball with numbers that are called Net and Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. I love Ken Pomeroy. Ken Pomeroy used to be a weather guy, okay? He's he's like the most unassuming, mm-hmm. less frightful person you'll ever yeah. see. If you ever met him in person, he weighs maybe a buck ten, okay? But he is quoted everywhere. Because of the Ken Pomeroys of the world, and because of the guy named Net Rankings, or it might be a lady, we don't know. <laughs> Because of That's Bart, because of Bart Torvik, and ev- and now and now Evan Mayan, yeah. Our discourse for how we talk about college basketball is so changed now. No, you're right. Instead of just talking about, you know what, Creighton beat UConn right. last night, and this is how they did it. We're like, well, you know what, Creighton with that victory, they moved up three spots in the uh, the metric that tells you if they're a good team or a bad team, and UConn actually fell twelve spots. It it's it's just like. The discourse about the the conversation about college basketball has shifted so much around numbers. Please, college football, I hope we don't get to that point. And and the college
2: football part of it is where I go immediately because remember with the BCS, we got into those conversations a lot with the BCS and the numbers and what the the data would crunch and the, the numbers that it would spit out. And I remember even during that moment, I think everybody was excited. Was right. It well, is about the BCS. Well, he was. the beast, That's why they made that call. But every time I got excited about the, the college football playoff, I immediately thought of, we're going to have a committee. We're going to have eyeballs on this thing now, too, which is such an important part of a selection process when you're dealing with a national championship type of tournament. so one thing that I always said, hey, college basketball has this, and they do such a great job when it comes to being able to use the eyeball test. And you're right. Now it's so many different metric formulas that you can push in. And like, well, the, the Mayan Report has this, and well, Ken, this is their Ken Palm defensive efficiency. So what that's telling me is they're good, but they're you know slightly at a lower tier. No, and the, the whole part, I mean, look at last Saturday's reveal, for instance. The numbers told you yeah, that I'm, Purdue was a
3: better team than UConn. I'm, I'm over. Here's what my numbers tell me. Nebraska needs to win tonight against Indiana. Right. Thank you very Don't much. Don't overthink we'll it like you always say. We'll talk to you at 7.30. Yeah. Uh, are we going to have caller on caller crime here? I think so. Okay. Oh, oh no. Uh, he's got to hold for a little bit because we got to take a break. Uh, Jimmy's got an update coming up uh, next. The uh, update is bracket Matt D. Matt DeMarina's uh, going to join us at uh, 8. Probably now he's triggered about something I said about the discourse about how we talk about college basketball. Uh, Also, Brandon Vogel on uh, 1620 The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by
2: 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.